After these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our podcast. It's called After These Messages. It's the podcast where we talk about TV commercials. Talk about the good ones and the bad ones and the ones where people say dumb shit like this. More devices. More apps. More streaming. More internet. More (laughs) memes. Hey, my name's Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Has. We're your host today. Hey, Veeves. Hi, Andrew. Hey, Veeves. What's a streaming? (laughs) Ask your mother. She'll know what you're talking about. Uh, Today on the show, a very, I I think, I don't know if self-referential is even the right word, but maybe self-serving show. Yeah. You and I have some big personal news in our lives. Not that big, but we are moving. Yes. Not far. Not far. We're staying in Seattle, but we're moving apartments. It's a part of life that a lot of people don't um, look forward to. It can be a huge pain. I'm actually in a pretty good place about it because our other moves, our last three or four moves have been like across states, across countries. Yeah, this one is in a compressed timeline, but it is not very far and we don't have to, I don't have to change jobs and also move. And you don't, get cats from... Right. Somehow get a cat onto an airplane right. or into a car. None of that this time. So I'm feeling pretty good about it. But uh, because of all the moving stuff, it did kind of hit me around four o'clock today. Oh, shit. We yeah. got to do a podcast. What, what should we do it about? What are we thinking about? How about moving? And it turns <laughs> out that there are a lot of commercials that use the idea of moving uh, in their pitches for their products or services. And they're not all moving companies. And they're not all storage companies. So I want to take a look at uh, some of the interesting ways people have used this kind of, I don't know, trope. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm excited to uh, to hear see what you came up with. And um, I'm also happy to say we've got some jingles for Jingle Time. I was hoping you would say that. All right, I can't wait. Yeah, you, so you said jingles more than one. More than one. I'm looking jingles, plural. Jingles. All right, well, uh, let's get started. Or maybe I should say, let's get moving. <laughs> tell you this because i like the way you move very very organized really you have, I'm, you have I'm, google docs that's true i like to have a google doc yeah sometimes google docs are the only thing that help me sleep at night really i'm not a real organized how do you sleep at night on a pile of google docs i'm not a real organized person by nature but when i feel when when the chaos presses in just making a list on a google doc will sometimes be enough to like i know that feeling calm calm my nerves Today I made a list just so I could check things off. Yeah, I you all. This is a. I didn't come up with this idea. This is a tried and true, uh, sort of organizing technique or list making technique. But you always put at least one thing on your list that you've already done. <laughs> right. Yes, I did that today with the Comcast. Actually, speaking of Comcast, let's start with that. Let's start not with Comcast, but with another major internet uh, television provider called Optimum Internet or Optimum. I guess they're called. I don't know where what area they serve in. I get the impression it's an East Coast company because they created these three characters. Now, I have some missing information in what I'm about to tell you, and if anybody has more information, I would love for you to share it with me. But here's what I think I know. So (laughs) Optimum had a whole campaign, a very, very very large, very funny campaign all about moving is hard Mm -hmm. 
but changing or moving your cable company doesn't have to be. Right. You can take everything with you. We'll take care of that part of your moving. Don't worry about it. You're moving. Optimum is going to make it easy on you. And the earlier spots just showed various scenarios of the frustrations of moving. Like you see some people uh, moving the boxes out of their house and they can't find the cat. And then one of the boxes starts moving. Clearly, somebody accidentally packed up the cat. Right. Uh, and it's pretty funny. Uh, in another one, you have some mover who's sawing the um, kind of tall, uh, what do you call the things? Not a legs on the bed, but like the posts on a bed, the uh-huh, long tall. Posts. He's like sawing them off because they won't fit in the truck. Um, so they started kind of simple like that. But then, as I understand it, Optimum created like a web series based around these three guys. It was called The Unmovers. And it was called Three Three Brothers Moving Company. Uh-huh. And so like they channeled all of that kind of vibe into this specific thing. It was an ad campaign at first. I couldn't find good audio of it, but apparently they got famous from a line like one of the one of the three brothers at one point yells at a client, you called three brothers. This will take at least 12 brothers to move this. <laughs> and uh, I guess the commercials were such a hit that they actually created a web series, a somewhat professional and somewhat successful web series around these three guys called the unmovers and then i found something online that said it also became an e television show and that it was like picked up by nbc universal but i couldn't except for the unmovers fan wikipedia page i couldn't find any like secondary verification yeah, it of that. Yeah, like maybe a little wishful thinking on the E-Movers, Wiki, the E-Movers Wiki. <laughs> but I will say that... Or the Unmovers Wiki. These are pretty funny. Here, I'm going to go to the uh, to the website here, this fandom Wikipedia. Uh, Unmovers, um, a show... It says the show premiered on E! on September 21st. It stars three actors who I did uh, IMDB them, and they have shown... They're comedians who show up in other things. One of them... Um, Leonard Utz, I think his name is O-U-Z-T-S. He appeared in Master of None. Okay. You know, so they have these small kind of credits um, here and there. And apparently they even went on a live tour as the Unmovers. Anyway, I was fascinated by the whole thing. The, the, the only kind of actual video presentations of these I could find are the web shorts. Like they're about three or four minutes a piece. Here's one. This claims to be the season two premiere of The Unmovers. It's about four minutes long. I'm just going to play for you the opening. And it starts with a exterior shot of a very rich guy's house. It's like a very modern kind of Lots of place. steel and glass. Yes, uh, flat kind of square look. Um, and he's got like a Lamborghini in the driveway. It's clear he's a pretty rich, kind of douchey looking guy. I think that's a Porsche, but you're... Sure. Okay. I mean, it's probably a Lambert Porsche. Right. Anyway, um, we see him on the phone trying to call our movers. He's clearly, it's moving day and he's frustrated. And they are in their shitty ass moving truck. I mean, it is a disaster. It says like three brothers spray painted on the side of it, but it's also got all kinds of graffiti on the side of it. And we see a shot of them driving along through the windshield, all three of them sitting in the front seat of the truck. And it is just piled with garbage and old like fast food wrappers. And no surprise, they're knuckleheads. So a rich guy, Rich McPorsche car, is uh, calling them to find out where they are. Here, get this. Put it on, put it on speaker. 
Yo. Joe. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, Joe, where are you? Let me put it like this. We're, uh, we're not, we're not near. Not near? What does that mean, not near? T tell them we're two cul-de-sacs. Two cul-de-sacs away. Two. Two cul-de-sacs. Do you even know what a cul-de-sac is? What is a cul-de-sac? They're dead ends for rich people. Look, <laughs> That's a good line, right? The only reason why you got this job was a favor to your uncle. You guys better hurry up and get over here. You're over an hour late. You understand what I'm saying? I got a lot of work to do here. All right, I understand, Rich. And thank you again for, for wait, hooking, wait, wait, hooking wait, wait, wait. up. How, how much work? Okay, now it's got an actual kind of uh, proper little intro. It's introducing the three actors who play characters of the same names. And then we'll get a little plug here from Optimum. When you're ready to move your internet, TV, and phone, Optimum is ready to help. I'm only going to play a little bit more of this because I think there's another funny line coming up and then we'll, we'll kill it. But I also just love this idea of it's almost harkening back to the early days of television where you find a show or create a show for the sole purpose of selling something. Right. And then you it's not even product placement. It's just this episode of of Who Loves a Clean Floor brought right. to you by Soapy McSoap Company. <laughs> I'm not exactly on my game today, but I, I just love this model, and I think it's pretty funny. You sure this is the place? Did you forget rule number one already? Okay, all right. Yo, get the, uh, get the buzzer. Well, I, I, I the can't buzzer. trust the new guy, so hit the buzzer. Holy Christmas. I got your leg. Come get your hands off my hips. Get all the buttons. Second button. It's crushing my hand, though. Let her. Can you get off me? Good job, Jesus. Buddy. Good job. I ain't seen a gate open like that since my cousin got out of jail. What is this place? It's like a giant grave. I love that line. That's one of those. It's like one of the gates that slides open like that. Anyway, uh, I've only watched about half of this one, but like I'm legit interested in watching this web series that is all based on not even a moving company. It's yeah. based on a cable company. Yeah, they took this sort of tangential thing for cable customers, which is things, you know, when you have one of the times most people have to interact with their cable company is when they move. And so I understand, I understand the logic of this. I have to say, I, maybe if I had discovered this and had, you know, had a, a half an hour to go down a rabbit hole on it, I would find it more appealing. Yeah. I don't find the the performances especially compelling oh, really? or funny. I mean, there was like, it's a called, it's a, it's a dead end. That's what won people. me over. It's pretty funny. That's why I'm bullish on it. Like, but I it's a lot of talk much. to talk yeah. and bad acting to get to the occasional punchline. I think that, and I can't find a good audio clip of it, but when he, when he screams, um, you need 12 brothers for this. And, uh, and the, it's a, it's a dead end for rich people. Those were two good lines yeah. that I legitimately lulled at, but you are right. I, I haven't, gone past that i don't know if it really holds up but like i'm just a, intrigued by the model i'm intrigued by the model and if it were better executed i would be cheering it but it seems like a big investment i guess for a cable company it's like why not throw you know twenty thousand dollars at these three com comedians i'm sure that's you know it, i'm sure this was cheap as hell to make yeah, I, i'm i'm still confused about the whole claim that it was on e and picked up by nbc universal because if this is an extended commercial for a cable provider, well, NBC Universal is also owned by Comcast, right? That's right. all the same company now. So anyway, I don't know. I, I've spent enough time on that. Here's one. Here's an interesting commercial based on moving day for a product or service that has nothing to do usually with moving. I am not going to... Have you watched this one yet? No. I'm not going to tell you what the product or service is. I will describe what's happening. We see a family. It's clearly moving day. It's a mom, dad, and a let's say 10, 11 year old, nah, 10 year old son or something. And uh, they're packing the final boxes into their truck or their van. 
And then the mom and dad are uh, are kind of getting into the van, and the boy is just kind of looking around a little bit confused. Okay, now we see walking into the screen a guy who's dressed a little bit like a police officer, but you notice pretty quickly that he's like an animal control guy. He's holding one of those sticks with like a kind of a noose on the end of it that yeah. they grab animals with. Um, and by the way, it's shot, it's shot kind of kind of darkly, kind of ominously. You taking him with you? Nah, our new place doesn't take kids. So the kid looks sad now. Clearly the mom and dad are just leaving the kid behind. And then the uh, animal control guy takes his new stick thing and puts it over the little boy's head and leads him away. It says you wouldn't abandon your child. Don't abandon your dog. So apparently, you know, that's what... And it was for the ASPCA. And it was for the ASPCA. So apparently they have a lot of animals coming in because people are moving and they just... Uh, people either just leave them behind or maybe even take them to a shelter and say, yeah. bye-bye. No, that does happen. Uh, I mean, I can't imagine doing that. It's just... Un- it's just utterly you know, foreign to me to think of doing that. But I will tell you that when we went to go get a second cat years ago um, from a shelter, they, it was like, just, they really put us through the ringer and they basically wouldn't give us or, you know, let us take home a kitten because um, we didn't sort of meet their perfect requirements. And I understand, I mean, we would, we would never return a cat. We ended up getting one off of Craigslist, but even no matter how we got a cat or no matter how bad the situation was, we would never take an animal and abandon it. I mean, we would either rehome it or we would keep it or put it down. <laughs> right. No, of course not. Um, but I, I mean, we were the sort of, we were sort of paying the price for the people who do that sort of thing, who get an animal Treat it like a purse that doesn't work out and mm-hmm. return it to the store. And yeah. animals are not things like that. Anyway, I thought that was a pretty pretty effective ad. Yeah, I thought that was great. Yeah. Um, here's one. Here's a Subaru commercial that caught my eye. It's called uh, Moving Day or, or it's called Moving Out, I think. Um, and it is very much like some of those Subaru commercials that we've talked about in the past, specifically the ones that are about daddies and daughters. Mm -hmm. The dad is, sees the girl growing up and, you know, it turns out the whole thing is a flashback or something like that. It was all, it was all in a snow globe. Right. Well, uh, I think when we were talking and I think we had our guest, our friend Aaron Roden on the show, who's a dad to uh, two young daughters and kind of talking about the effectiveness of these types of daddy daughter ads really pulling on the heartstrings um, and, you know, seeing your daughters grow up. And we kind of said, you don't see as many of like dads and sons, right? Like it's just a different dynamic. Um, Well, here is a Subaru one that is very, very similar to that. Uh, It starts, I think with, uh, let's just see how it starts. (laughs) Okay, so it's a moving day, and we see a little boy, and he's uh, got boxes full of his toys and stuff kind of sloppily thrown in there, and he's uh, running down the halls and taking him to the car and putting him in the trunk. Dropping his I learned, school books. I learned, a, I learned a fun uh, piece of trivia uh, in on from a Facebook friend. I was asking for boxes, and someone put on my Facebook page that um, just a trivia piece of trivia is that if you like movers, uh, if you just throw stuff in the truck that's like not boxed up, they call that chowder. 
Really? That's what my Facebook friend said. So, like, among themselves doing it? Yeah, or? it's like, it's like a, I don't know if it's, you know, I'm sure movers show up at people's houses mm. and the people are like, ah, we didn't do a great job. You and I are so... A, such rule followers, and B, somewhat anal retentive. Yeah. And I like, you're very anal retentive, and I'm very type A. So, yeah. like, between the two of us, we get our shit done when we move. Um, but I also have known many people in my life who would not blanch at sh- having the movers show up and there being a bunch of unpacked shit in the house. And so they just throw it in the truck and it's loose in there and they it's call it chowder. 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 Say chowder. Okay, so this little boy is packing up this car. I think you know where it's going from my setup. The little boy is packing up this car uh, kind of sloppily. He's putting his kids' books in there and his toys. Come on, Mom. You have to go. There's at one point you see a, a kind of a, a dog, kind of a puppyish age dog, maybe a little bit older than that, kind of pulling the kid's blanket, uh, almost like trying to keep the kid from leaving. Now we see the kid hugging his mom and dad goodbye. It's like he's moving without them. I always trusted our Subaru and present would be there for him someday. Hey, that's it. We just didn't think someday would come so fast. And you saw it coming. It turns out that uh, the boy is actually a uh, 20-something and he's saying goodbye to his dog, who we now see is grayed around the, the I got, muzzle a little bit. I got bit. the impression that he's moving, he's going to college in this oh, ad. You, oh, you think he's college age? Yeah. yeah. Um, but what that is, is almost an identical plot to the commercial um, where you see the little girl sitting in the driver's seat and her dad's giving her, she's yeah. a little, she's probably like a you know 10-year-old girl sitting in the driver's seat and the dad's saying like, remember... Uh, you know, don't stay out too late. Use your turn signal, blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. she says, okay, dad, I got it. And you realize, no, she's 16. She's not, she's not seven. And she's, this is her first time driving the car by herself. Right. And if you want to approach uh, these with a, just a tiny bit of a feminist critique, um, it is now you have these two parallel commercials and you can really dissect them a little bit. And you still have that little bit of it's sad that the kid is leaving now in in this commercial it's sad that the boy is leaving and that the time went by so quickly but you still don't have that daddy daughter kind of protectionism applied don't forget to do this and don't forget like there's still more of a like this idea of fathers having to treat their daughters like they're going to break when they go out into the world i agree i think it's a different it's totally different in that way the the kids are different ages, but of course that was intentional too, right? Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Because the girl this is like the first time this boy has right. gotten behind yeah. the wheel. It is, I think, the implication is that it's the first time the girl is driving the right. car by herself. Um, but why did they choose to do that story with gr- the girl, and why did they choose to do the off to college story with the boy? Sure, and I'm not. I feel like maybe some people who are listening to us who maybe don't share. Either our politics or... I mean, I think you could make an argument that maybe we overanalyze things a little bit when it comes to that. I don't think I would agree with that. All media is is viewed in aggregate. What do you mean? Well, you you, you can... uh, Yes, you can always say, oh, well, that was one decision about one ad... But you always have to look at media and aggregate. Because I just sort of feel like if this was, even if the if there wasn't an age difference, even if this was, uh, if the one with the young woman was her going off to college, I still think there would be more of a, you know, don't, I don't know, there's, I just hear, like, it's like, don't talk to boys or like, whatever. There's always like these kind of rules for the girl going out in the sure. world, the protective, protective nature of that. Uh, all right. Uh, so that was the Subaru ad. Um, United had a pretty funny commercial called Full Service Moving, but do I have to play it? Sure. Why not? <laughs> some of these some of these I don't really have much to say about. They're just kind of funny. In this one, it just starts with uh, a spokesman for um, United Van Lines moving, and he's standing in front of the uh, the big 
moving truck in a cul-de-sac, which I have always called a, a dead end for rich people. Do you know I lost recently a question on HQ, the quiz game huh? that was based on, it was about cul-de-sacs. It was, what does cul-de-sac mean and literally translate to in, oh. from the French? Can I take a stab at that? Sure. Round Housey Street. <laughs> Round Housey Street. No, and I should have gotten it, but I was uh, I was momentarily confused. Uh, but the it is bottom of the bag. Cold de sac. Really? Yeah. Bottom of but the bag. If you bag. think about the way yeah. a, a cold de sac looks, oh. it's like a bag. Interesting. Anyway, this is a spokesperson standing in front of a United Van Lines van uh, talking about your moving experience and how they can make it better. Is United right for your move? Ask yourself, do you want A, a seamless professional move, or B, your possession set on fire? A, technology experts to set up your home network, or B, raccoons to run amok with your electronics? A, portable containers to move yourself, or B, complete chaos? If you answered A, call United. If you answered B... From full service <laughs> At the end, we see uh, he's kind of walking down this cul-de-sac and everything is peaceful until the very end where all of the bad things that he talked about are happening at once. There's raccoons a raccoon being chased around. around. Somebody's trying to put a box on fire out. <laughs> uh, not tons to say on that. Uh, just cute commercial. Uh, seeing a lot of apartments.com ads I think ads we've used lately. United, actually. Have, oh, I yeah, th- we did. I think we did. LA to Seattle, I think. I think LA to Seattle. Um, They're pretty good. That one was good. If I'm if I'm remembering correctly, the Seattle to L.A. was uh, subpar, I would say. But the L.A. to Seattle was pretty good. Is that where our missing boxes? I was trying to explain we this to Luke on TBTL. They took them a we long think, time. We think we lost one box. But now, like in our lives, whenever we're missing anything now, this is a move that we did four years ago. Yeah. Five, maybe four. Um, whenever we're missing anything now, we're like, well, must be in that missing box. <laughs> right. It was a box about, you know, Two foot by three foot. And now like everything that we can't ever find is in that box. Yes. I think I said on the show, uh, now when you and I look at each other lovelessly and we say, where did our love go? We just say, ah, must be in the the missing box with the avocado bowl. All right. uh, So Jeff Goldblum has been doing these ads for apartments.com for a while now. They did the... Uh, Super Bowl ad two years ago. I remember. And to me... The moving on up one. Yes. uh, Jeff Goldblum says, oh, looks like we're moving on up. And then he's... He sits down to a grand piano, which then has a couple of like straps put around it, like a crane, if you can imagine a, a building, a, a skyscraper being built in a city. And he's playing the piano as he and the piano keep going up further and further and further. He's uh, singing. Is he singing, I think, moving on up from... Or is it... Or it, Well, I guess so, because why sing- would he be playing... Why else would he be playing the piano? I can't remember Somebody is singing yeah. Moving On Up from the Jeffersons, and then he gets to the roof, and he says, hey, look, it's George and Wheezy, but it turns out it's like somebody dressed up like George Washington, and it's Lil Wayne, whose nickname is Wheezy, and they're cooking beans on the grill. Right. Like, it was just one of those things that I rewatched again today, and to me, it epitomized everything that's wrong with Super Bowl commercials or just throw, kind of a, this throw era everything of Super Bowl commercials. Gotta get some celebrities, get some puns, get some. Yeah. Yeah. And it didn't have get any some spectacle. Kind of, it didn't have any clear message. It didn't have any clear, compelling reason why I should use apartments.com. The, um, the, you know, use of Lil Wayne as a cameo appearance just 
was useless, right. sort of. Like, it was just a, a, a Michigas. Yeah. Um, however, that's a bummer because the Jeff Goldblum apartments.com ads are actually pretty good. I mean, it's Goldblum being Goldblum. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've seen these or not. No, I but think he's the like, Super Bowl works against a lot of these kinds of products. They get two in their head. Yeah. Um, but in the campaign, generally speaking, you have uh, Jeff Goldblum, who's kind of gold blooming it up, right? He's kind of being weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I never noticed this until today. He's not playing Jeff Goldblum. Every commercial has a little uh, Chiron at some point that identifies him as Brad Bellflower, Silicon Valley Maverick. <laughs> Did you know that? No. And it kind of makes sense because he's playing like this real kind of like sharp, weird guy who's kind of like got ideas, but the ideas are a little bit off. Um, here, I'll just play one of them for you. This one is oh this one is just silly it's a witness protection angle so we see some guy he's wearing a it's like a white guy in a suit but he's wearing a ridiculous disguise right glasses fake nose fake mustache and we realize he's moving because he's in the witness protection program new in town witness protection program i guess you need relocation consultation with apartments.com we can find something nondescript yet extraordinarily comfortable with a 24-hour doorman and video security system well if my name isn't gary the rat padikoff <laughs> so he identify he doxes himself and then takes off his glasses oh no Again? Then the FBI guys show up again. Now he's got to find a new house. So they're just kind of these silly little uh, ads. I, I I don't even think that one is that great. It just made me laugh. But here's what I liked about it. And this goes back to something I think we talked about last week. When you look at the whole campaign, which I did today, or big chunks of it, I like the way that they take this general setup and they apply it to very specific demographics and that's what i like there's one that specifically focuses on empty nesters yeah now it's time to move sell your big but old that's house a real demographic i mean witness protection yeah no that's not what i mean. a real that's what I'm saying. that one was just silly yeah the the one you know the super bowl one is silly and ridiculous but there's one about empty nesters there's one very specifically aimed at college students there's ones very specifically aimed at upwardly mobile people there's a guy and i think it sets it up saying he's upwardly mobile at work but he can't find the right apartment for his life to move there and yeah every button on the elevator says eight he just keeps going to the eighth floor and so then jeff goldblum comes out and shows apartments.com and now suddenly he can be upwardly mobile in his life as well there were some other ones but i just like that's what i like you find some sort of a funny little campaign that works but then you and you do your silly stuff but then also really find specific audiences and kind of divide it up and say who are the different people who can use our product and how do we get them in the fold do you like goldblum as the spokesman yeah generally speaking i don't see here's the thing i've I like, I love Jeff Goldblum. Who doesn't? I mean, I love him yeah. more the older I get, which is strange. When I was a kid, I didn't really think about him much. Um, I think he's also leaned into his weirdness, uh, which is good. You know, the witness protection one was fine. It's funny because I have a generally a good feeling about this campaign, yet when I actually sat down to find a really good example that sparkles for the audience here, I didn't find anything that were really worth playing. You want to hear the ultimate um, condemnation of this campaign yeah from you or somebody else from me it's called chowder <laughs> chowder chowder no i just spent the last 10 days looking at apartment like i looked at pad mapper i looked at oh. craigslist i looked at walk score i looked at um some other ones like some random ones that kind of popped up on us on a search 
I never even thought to check apartments.com. Hmm. That's, that's interesting. A, and you've that's seen a, this a lot. Like, I've seen we've it a lot. talked about them. And if you had asked me, can you say what the name of the uh, product that Jeff Goldblum advertises is, I might have been able to call up apartments.com. I might not, though. Hmm. Hmm. So interesting, yeah. And you're pretty plugged in, and I'm, and I'm both I mean, to commercials and right. And this, like, finder. I, I look for apartments. That was the reason we found one so quickly. Um, you know, not to brag, but the I think the reason we found one so quickly is that I kind of always look at apartments. It's just sort of a hobby. Yet you're not tempted to look at apartments.com. I never thought of it. Hmm. Um, here's one. This is uh, Progressive, the insurance company. It's a flow commercial. I feel like we should have more flow commercials on the show, so I'll play this one. I don't think we have to overanalyze it too much. It, there's a line at the end that uh, got a chortle out of me. I don't know if you heard me go, ha! About a half hour ago, that was from a line in this. Um, we see flow and maybe her little buddy. What's her little buddy's name? Jamie. Can't remember if Jamie's in this one or not. Um, but Flo is yelling to a couple who have barricaded themselves inside of a moving van. The actual movers I don't think I've seen this are one. outside the van or outside the truck, and they're just watching this whole thing perplexed. And Flo is trying to talk down the, the two people who are panicked and have locked themselves outside their brand new house. You see a sign that says sold, but they, now they don't want to come out of the moving truck. Let's go. We're not coming out. <sighs> I got this. Guys, I know being a first-time homeowner is scary, but you don't have to do this. What if a tree falls on our garage? What if a tornado rips off our roof? You're covered, and you bundled your home and auto insurance, so you're saving a ton. Come on, you don't want to start your new life in a dirty old truck. Sorry. You're safe. You're safe now. So they come out. Can you stop using the bullhorn? That'll make the rules. Ha! That's where I got my ha! Uh, not a lot to say about that one. Cute, funny, I like flow. Yep. Want to move on? Sure. All right. Uh, maybe we'll just leave it with these two. And I don't even know if I have to play them. Uh, but I love the idea behind them. And one is from Dunkin' Donuts and one is from Folgers. And as soon as I saw, because I was just doing random searches of moving related commercials. And I saw that there was a Dunkin' Donuts one. And as soon as I th- saw it, I thought, smart. Before I even knew what they were doing, because... Especially if you live in New England, you associate Dunkin' Donuts with moving day. Or if you have any kind of big project where you have to get up early, mm-hmm. you got to get up at 5 a.m. Usually you don't, but you get up at 5 a.m. You got to paint the house. You got to move. You got to do something that maybe you got to ask your friends to help you with. You're always starting that by going to Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Either buying a whole bunch of those individual styrofoam cups of Dunkin' Donuts coffee, or you're going to get the big bucket of it that they sell, and maybe some donuts. And it's just like, it's almost Pavlovian, yeah. sort of. Um, I have other things like that as well. Like, this is maybe me more personally, but on project days, especially when we owned a house in New Hampshire, I associated that with Subway sandwiches. Um, like I I don't usually eat Subway sandwiches or at least then I didn't but on moving day I just need to go somewhere quickly grab some sandwiches and come back and it becomes almost ritualistic and everybody's probably got their own things Um, so knowing that Dunkin Donuts honed in on homed in on that sorry Veeves keep your eyes in your head Um, uh, I thought it was kind of smart the commercial itself isn't really worth playing i guess i'll play it because it's from 2008 which was the era of auto-tune Ugh. you neglect 
neglected to mention the sleeper sofa. I forgot all about the air hockey table. Reluctantly helping my friend move. Get going with the one and only taste of a Dunkin' iced coffee and reluctantly help your friend move. America runs on Dunkin'. Not bad, right? Not bad at all. I know it's, yeah, the auto-tune or whatever. It's not quite auto-tune. It's some other kind of thing. But that, they're, they're, they're load, they're taking their furniture down a bunch of steps in like a, a city apartment. I, that is like a visceral memory for me like that that's how i moved that's how i used to move myself and it's how mm-hmm. i used to move my friends i mean how many times i mean yeah uh, horror stories Just, of like having movers like trying to like especially if you lived in like boston or philadelphia or any of those old cities that have really narrow buildings and alleyways like and and staircases for the walk-ups oh, how many times God. have we tried to like fish a uh uh, a mattress over a railing right. from the third floor and hope it doesn't kill our friends. Oh my below. God. It's a miracle. We survived our twenties. It's also interesting. You and I are also, uh, we just move a lot, you know, yeah. here's, here's one we way to put it. Way, way more than the average person our age. Here's one way to put it in perspective. We have a 17 year old cat. When we move this later this month, it'll be his eighth home. Yeah. Isn't that incredible? So yeah, more than a, more than a home a year somehow, which does, or wait, no, sorry. No, almost, to, almost <laughs> a home every two almost years. Almost a home every two years. As I was saying it, as I was saying it, I heard it. Um, here's another one. Again, not some spectacular ad, but really finding the details of the feeling of moving um, and connecting your product to it. And this is for Folgers and the big move is over. Now we see a young couple, maybe by, maybe in their first home or something, and it's time to unpack, but they don't know where anything is. So they're going to make a pot of coffee, but where are the mugs? That's always the question. Your house is filled with boxes. Where yeah, are the mugs? Got to label those boxes, though. Gotta you got to label those boxes. Oh, you're unpacking already? Yeah. Help me find some mugs. Sure. <laughs> I remember this ad. Coffee's done. Okay. So he can't find the mugs, but he finds a couple of like gravy boats. Yeah, right. Wake up to the mountain-grown aroma of Folgers. That's very sweet. I, I think it? that's really nice. Like this couple has a nice vibe. Um, you know what this? I mean, you know, they're like a little is. bit like generic white folks, but like they have a good vibe, and uh, I think it's a, a. We've all had anyone who's moved has had that moment where they're like all i can find is ice trays i don't need ice trays right right now you know what the one thing that bums me out about the commercial though is because i was looking it up they're brother and sister yeah you saw that you saw that joe coming a mile away totally um all right damn i was gonna get into the ad council here but i wanted a big laugh from you (laughs) but no instead you just had to step on my everybody's talking at me I don't hear words saying Only the echoes of my mind All right, Veeves, what's in the Ad Council mailbag? Well, I'm eager to get to the jingles, but I I had to stop uh, and address uh, some feedback from listener Michael that is just hilarious. And I'm so glad, Michael, that you sent this to us. 
Um, Michael writes, I'd heard about some epic marketing fail on the part of YoPlay a while back. And then while trying to find it, I came across this, which is, this isn't what he was originally looking for, but this is for a Mexican, uh, an ad for YoPlay yogurt that aired in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is in Spanish. So I'm going to have you play it. I'm going to describe what you're, what you're seeing. Um, and then I will, I will read you a blog post or part of a blog post about why this is not ideal. So what you're, what it is, is a, it's very tonally confused. It's sort of like a, almost like a medieval looking, um, like kind of a beer hall, beer hall, but there's the woman playing a, an accordion and uh, she's surrounded by all women in this, in this big hall. Some of them are dressed for cocktail parties. Some of them are dressed for bath time. It's just women, 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 all the shades of women, but they're mostly white. But you know what I mean? Like they're all the, all the, all the, all the ways, of white women. all the ways that thin white women present themselves. Right. So we want to play it and you'll just, you'll give it, just let a sense of what it sounds like. speak spanish so we can probably bring that down but this is there's a blog about this by uh, a ceo of a social media marketing firm in florida his name is uh, gabriel Jimenez, and he writes yo play mexico put out a commercial to quote empower women it starts with a bunch of women in an irish pub singing an irishy question mark <laughs> tune and toasting with yo, yo play yogurt um this is what the lyrics to that song are. Okay. You ready? Yep. And he swears that this is like a very like authentic translation. It's not, it's not in any way like sort of inaccurate. It's not like decontextualized in other words. Okay. I will say something weird is about this though. I don't know if it ever aired on TV because it's a minute and 50 seconds long, which is a very weird thing. Only because when we talk about these foreign commercials, I just want to, I have just a little bit of a red light about whether or not this is actually a commercial. Right. It's long. I mean, it's it probably isn't the kind of thing that would air on just... Long in a weird time. It's not even a full two yeah. minutes. So anyway. Well, it was created anyway, okay. and it's clearly for YoPlay. These are the lyrics. You have to toast to being a woman. You must celebrate if you're a woman. You have to toast to being a woman because it's not easy at all. Alone at 40, no problem. I travel wherever I want. I'm single. I spend a fortune in new clothes. No problem at all. You have to toast to being a woman. You must celebrate if you're a woman. It's not easy, but it's so worth it. I get up in the morning like my husband. I go to work like my husband. What? I come back exhausted like my husband, but I fix dinner. You have to toast to being a woman. You must celebrate if you're a woman. Let's enjoy our life. Let's go to the gym. Summer's coming. We don't have to do Pilates. Well, sorry, we have to do Pilates. Summer's coming. If I don't feel like it, I don't worry. I'll vacation in the North Pole. Uh, my children are the light of my life. Sweet, cute, good, my little children. But I can't hide my excitement when they go to school. There's just a lot of problems mm, in, yeah. this, in these lyrics. Like, Because you think that they should make dinner before they go to work <laughs> just to make sure that it's done. Right. Well, Gabriel Jimenez does a really nice job in his blog of breaking down for someone who might be confused as to why this is not, in fact, empowering. But it's just like this... This is a very ham-handed version of what I think a lot of empowerment messages mm. wind up being, which is like, um, you know, your only identity is as a mother. Um, 
you know, you're still, you, it's still really important to look good in a bathing suit. And if you don't look good in a bathing suit, like just go somewhere where you don't have to wear a bathing suit. Right, right. I don't worry if I can't do my Pilates. I'll just go somewhere where I can cover up my shameful, my, shameful, my shameful body. Non-size zero body. So anyway, Michael, thank you. That was pretty horrifying. Well, that's what drives me crazy about, remember the opening drop we used for the show last week? Women heroes. <laughs> we call them sheroes. Yeah. First of all, a- the tone of that still sounds exactly like a better off Ted totally. infomercial or uh, business to business video that we were talking about the other day. But no, he, heroes are here. We shouldn't when a woman does something. I know that. See, we live in this time of, uh, of female empowerment that I've never personally seen before. Right. And I think a lot of it probably has to do with um, not just where we are as a society, but the ability to kind of share your ideas online. And I think kind of I, I just think there's a lot of support Find for community. women. Yeah, yeah. And find community. And so that's all good. Um, and now if you have media companies that are trying to make sure that they're recognizing their uh, the women in the audience or their female audience so that women aren't just like, I don't know, side characters to the men driving the plot, all of that is really good stuff. But then when the, the companies are just trying to sell a product, get yeah. involved, and I know we keep coming back around to this, the idea of when does a company who creates a commercial that taps into what is generally a good and empowering message, when is that good and when does it push the message forward? And contrarily, when are they just trying to take advantage of a moment and a movement and just really hackily try to profit off it? And, and this whole brawny, and like, we're celebrating relying, women. Just still relying like, on dumb stereotypes. Yeah, and calling them sheroes. Yeah. Like, no, how about we just acknowledge that women have been heroes and who've been overlooked all along? Like, well, it's just so desperate and Yogurt stupid. in general is problematic. Yeah. Um, they used to, There was a great show, um, uh, Infomania, years ago it's it's long off the air but if you've seen it if you remember it you remember it fondly it was so good and um sarah haskins uh what is a comedian who did a bit on that or like a segment on that uh, called target women it was so good yeah and do you want to play just a minute of it yeah i actually just found this here so she called target women she uh, on this kind of almost like almost lower budget daily show-esque kind of type of vibe um she did a segment called target women that of course focused on women's issues and this one is called target women women marketing to women specifically oh that was all it was all marketing yeah okay gotcha and this was her take on yogurt commercials hey why am i holding all this yogurt because i'm a woman (laughs) and yogurt is the official food of women thanks just turn on your tv Day and night, but mostly day, unless you're watching Lifetime, there's going to be some ladies just chilling out and eating some yogurt and appealing to our inner woman to get us to do it, too. Mm, this is good. No, this is really good. This is like private island good. No, this is like long <laughs> massage good. First kiss good. Now, she's, uh, she's just like green screening herself in front of these commercials and is making funny faces while they talk. I actually want to play more of this. It's... I don't remember exactly where it goes, but honestly, Veeves, I don't know. Do you know what Sarah Haskins is doing these days? I mean, just she is brilliant. And I she always changed expected, the way I see this stuff. I feel like I she was involved with something that was like I think it was called like Trophy Wives or something, but I never saw what platform it aired on. Um, she's a talented comedian. I don't. I always expected to for her to break through. I don't know what she's doing. I assume she's working, but maybe she's like not in, not on camera. 
This is like cute best man did. No, this is like burning this dress good. Never having to stand in line at the ladies' room good. Not catching the bouquet good. It's who serves yogurt at their wedding good. Substitute <laughs> for human experience good. It's being first woman president good. Eat it. Oh, can God. This was years before... Years and years before Hillary uh, was the nominee, maybe it was, maybe I guess it was when she ran against Obama uh, and lost, when she lost to the primary, but that was when she referenced the first woman yeah. president, it was Hillary. They showed a picture of Hillary. Anyway, uh, this thing goes on for another couple of minutes. I'll put it on, the, put I'll it on, put on the, the Facebook, Facebook page. page. It's yeah. great. And if you, if you have not enjoyed uh, Infomania, go back and watch some old ones. They were terrific. Viv, uh, what time is it? It's jingle time. It's jingle time. All right. This first one is from Harvey in Nebraska. And um, it is great. And as Harvey says in the in the jingle or in his message, um, it was impossible to find the original. And I looked. So if anyone out there has better Google than me or Harvey, Please send us the link to this commercial. Uh, it's an old jingle. It was probably, you know, it seems it was probably cheaply made and it was just never, never preserved. But uh, give it a play. Hey, guys, this is uh, listener Harvey. I'm calling from uh, Omaha, Nebraska. But the commercial I am going to sing the jingle from, which I'm trying very hard to find, um, I'm hoping you guys can help me find it, uh, comes from the Houston's. Sugarland area, I want to say probably 89 to 90-ish. It's for a, um, a uh, what do you call it, a uh, um, private ad place, like, you know, like uh, if you're trying to sell your car or something like that. And, uh, Classifieds. It's called the Thrifty Nickel, yeah. <laughs> and I can't find this uh, commercial anywhere, but it also gives me a very Pavlovian response. So I'm going to try to sing it without crying, and I don't know why it makes me cry, but it does every time I try to sing this jingle. So let's get through it. You can save money with the power of a nickel. Thrifty nickel saves. Thrifty nickel makes good sense. Just to coin a phrase. So if you have something you need to buy, sell, or trade, you can save money with the power of a nickel. Fifty nickel saves. Okay, I almost did it. All right, thanks, guys. <laughs> I don't know why it chokes him up. Maybe it's just because it reminds him of his I, own youth. Yeah, I have to say it does not have that effect on me. No, uh, but I do. I also have no uh, associations with it. But thank you for sending it. And and uh, boy, you really you beat the jingle finders here. Uh, yeah, no I could, kidding. Usually, I can find at least some uh, version or or you know excerpt or whatever when we when we've had these kind of obscure older ones but i like that one yeah it's no, good, good i like lyrics. it too i'm i'm just i feel like uh, i'm i also searched reddit because sometimes when the rest of the internet yeah just gives me nothing i just go to reddit and i'm like some 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 crazy person or obsessed person or maybe even slimy person has probably posted this to reddit well if you have if they haven't already reddit is a really good place to go and say hey i'm looking for something i've idea. done yes. i've done that several times i've said um you know, help me find, help me find the subreddit. Yeah. I found a, like a arts and crafts book from when I was a kid and I, I couldn't remember, I couldn't find any references to it. It's been discontinued and 
you know, 24 hours later, someone was like, is this what you're looking for? Well, I'm also hoping that maybe our podcast can uh, maybe help be that bridge, too. So if anybody else knows um, what uh, Henry is, or I'm sorry, what Harvey is talking about there, hit us up. All right, one more, and then we'll get out of here. This is from uh, Tom in Vermont, okay. and this I, I really love this. Yeah, hi, Genevieve and Andrew. This is Tom in Vermont. Um, happy New Year. You got a great show. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> if you're still taking jingles from really old people, <laughs> I've had one stuck in my head for 50 years that I wouldn't mind getting rid of. By the way, we don't promise that. We don't promise that if you oh, sing yeah. a jingle into I, our voicemail line that it's going to go. Did we I didn't misrepresent catch, ourselves? No, I didn't catch that, but you're right. Yeah, I'm afraid that we, we do not have the power to remove earworms. If anything, we might just spread them to other right. people. It's you might more be like a communicable a, yeah, earworm. Yeah. You can't really sing, but I guess um, I guess that's kind of your problem now. <laughs> uh, it's about Rice Krispies from the 60s. And it goes like, uh, no more Rice Krispies. We ran out of Rice Krispies. <laughs> My tears will not stop until I hear snap, crackle, and pop. <laughs> and um, that's pretty much it. If you Google Rice Krispies opera, YouTube has some hits and there's some some other stuff on the web if you got time to kill <laughs> uh, anyway, hey, great show it's a good uh, news there's some other stuff on the web you guys so <laughs> check it out uh no i had never heard that and then i i did google rice krispies opera and sure enough and it is this goes on there's, like, there's more to it there's multiple characters and of course that is the famous song from Pagliacci, the sad clown song um, Here, should we hear some of that first? Do you have this queued up? Yeah, in the right place? I do. Right, this is this. Uh, Mario Lanza's Pagliacci. All right, let's see if we can take a listen to this. I, is I, this Tom in Vermont? <laughs> I went down Mario a, Lanza? I, it's Mario Lanza. I went down a real Pagliacci rabbit hole yeah. because I was looking for this, the real Pagliacci, you know, the classic famous bit there. And I, then I was like, well, what's Pagliacci even about? Like, I just have a, like, sad clown is about all I've got. And mm -hmm. then I looked it up and it's like this very convoluted story about like this troupe of actors is traveling together and they're doing a play about infidelity, but also the the couple in the play is married in real life. But then the guy that the woman, the actress is having the affair with in the play, she also starts to have an affair with in real life. And then her husband finds out and that's when he sings the, I am mm. a sad clown. Uh, I, might, I must wear my grief on the inside. So it's not a story of a sad clown. It's a story of a clown who becomes sad. I guess so, yeah. Hmm. But anyway, play the real Rice Krispies one and let it play because there's another part to it. This is just like a family eating breakfast in a suburban home. Presented by Kellogg's Rice Krispies. So it's the dad who's singing. 
comes in. She's carrying a big bag of Rice Krispies. It's, I cannot describe to you how different this branding is yeah. from the present day yeah. rice krispies it I mean it is like 180 it is so different and yet there is you know the snap crackle and pop that's still there yeah but like the look the feel the the like wah wah of like the 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 annoying mother-in-law A mother-in-law joke when's the last time you think rice krispies actually I tried mean, to appeal to adults i couldn't tell my you. entire I guess- life they've only been target even though they're not a sugar cereal they've been completely branded like a sugar absolutely cereal. yeah um, no, I, that's such a delight to see. I had never seen that, and it's awesome. Thank you for sharing it. Give me your mainstream cereals ranked top, top three at least. Well, like if I'm not being healthy, yeah, like I can get whatever I want. Yeah. Uh, well, my top one is Cocoa Krispies. Okay. Um, and I guess that's it. Really, Cocoa Krispies, Cocoa Krispies, and regular Rice Krispies that you put chocolate milk into. Right. Okay. I mine are really boring. That's the thing. I grew up in a family where we weren't allowed to eat much sugar cereal except on very, very special. Oh yeah, Cocoa Krispies was a vacation only. I mean I like checks. I like crispets, yeah. you know. I don't eat a lot of cereal now because I just don't eat a lot of carbs, yeah. you know, during the week. So like I can't eat I can't eat a big bowl of crispix, but it sounds delicious. Yeah, but see me, like I still like the non sugar ones as an adult. I would think that, oh, I would want to eat all the sugar ones since I wasn't allowed to eat them as a kid. But no, like it, it that's stuck thing, with that's me. That's the like, real sad thing about being an adult. When, yeah. Once you're allowed to buy sugar cereals, you, the you know, for most of us, it's like, well, then you know better. Yeah. It's not even knowing better. It's like, I don't want, like if. Oh, I, if, I, if there was no consequence, I would eat a bowl of rice krispies, not me. of cocoa krispies every morning. No, well, the kinds of cereal I crave, like if I were to wake up tomorrow morning and I know that I'm going to have a big bowl of cereal, I don't want it to be Fruity Pebbles. Like, I would be allowed to eat those on vacation mm. sometimes. Not Fruity Pebbles. I'm sorry. Uh, Fruit Loops. Yeah. Is the one that I liked as a kid. But the idea of eating Fruit Loops for breakfast now sounds awful to me. I feel like I would be uh, on a sugar high and they'd rip up the top of my mouth. <laughs> but um, so, but I really look forward to, not that these carby cereal, cereals are that much better for you, but I'll chow down on some Crispex. Crispix? Crispex. Don't remember Crispix, um, che- just straight up Cheerios. I like uh, cor- I like Raisin Bran. Raisin Bran is near the bottom of my list, although that has a lot of sugar in it I too. Know, so much. Um, I mean, that's the thing. That's why I don't eat cereal anymore. But Kicks, kid tested, not just. I don't know if you know this. Not just kid tested. Mm-hmm. Mother approved. Right. The Council of Mothers. The Council of Mothers. Uh, I still I would get into that. Anyway, those are. Um, I'm just kind of disappointed that I don't have more of a. I don't know, thirst for the sugar cereals that I was denied in my youth. You can sell anything. You can sell anything. This is the part of the show 
I can't sing. This is the part of the show where we tell you how you can get in touch with us so that we can share your comments on the air. I want to start with Be the- like Tom. Be like Harvey. That's be right. Be like Michael. What's the number? It's 607-444-5597. 607-444-5597. You like how I did that without even looking? Yes. And the reason I'm repeating it now is I didn't look to repeat it. I'm actually trying to memorize it like you. <laughs> We've had that phone number for three years now. We say it once a week, come hell or high water. Also, we have a Facebook group that you should join. It's tons of fun. If you're a new listener, check it out. You'll love it. Um, just look for After These Messages on Facebook um, and uh, send us a little request and we'll let you We'll open that door for you. Speaking of new listeners, if you want to go on iTunes and give us a couple of stars, maybe even five stars, uh, if you want to write a review of the podcast, that would really go a long way in helping uh, kind of spread the word of the show. And you can email us. At after these messages, show at Gmail. All right. That's all I got on my plate. We have to move. We are we going to skip any we shows? We are moving. <laughs> Best part of the show. It's time to close the show. I don't think we're going to have to skip any weeks because of the big move, but I guess that's a possibility depending on if there's any uh, time when like, uh, I can't get my studio set up in time or something like that. So we'll just keep you abreast of that. Okay. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. But we do know that we'll be dialing up this internet address next Tuesday and drop another show so we will talk to you then